It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cesarino back with you for our Big Brother Thursday night recap. And tonight we ask, what the freaking hell is going on with Big Brother 25? We'll try to make some sense out of everything that goes on here on this show as uh, we had a, uh, I thought, a pretty bizarre night of Big Brother uh, back with us, of course, that he got a break from the live feeds for 24 hours. Uh, <laughs> here he is. It's Taryn Armstrong. Taryn, how are you? Confused. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Confused. Okay. Uh, we'll talk it through. Okay. Of course, back with us, the voice of the people. It's Melissa Denny. Melissa, how are you? Uh, I'm doing well, but I am confused as well. Uh, that was a very bizarre episode, and... I mean, nothing happened and we were like 30 minutes in and we were like about to go to the eviction. And I was like, oh, maybe something's going to happen afterwards. Like maybe there's a big twist that's going to be revealed or maybe like an HOH no. competition. No. And there was nothing. In fact, I believe like the only time that I can ever recall in the history of 25 seasons of Big Brother that that did not end in like a double eviction episode where we did not even get a glimmer of what the HOH competition mm -hmm. was going to be. We didn't mm -hmm. even like start the HOH competition. They yeah. lingered so long on the, um, like uh, on the eviction interview. And I was, they showed them all the like goodbye messages for the first boot. It's like, they don't even know each no, other. No, it wasn't quite uh, all of that. <laughs> Kirsten said, wait, I thought Fair. there was more house guests. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. And then of course, uh, here, I believe making his Big Brother 25 debut tonight, of course, our great friend, Jacob Jones is here tonight. Hello. I'm very excited to be here. I... Yeah, I feel very light today. And this episode was very light as well with some heavy moments. But this season has been like quirky and quirky. Mm -hmm. What's the not quirky? Quirky. Quirky, right? Mm -hmm. Quirky. Yeah. Like quirky. Not the dog. Sounds like, like you're saying quirky, but with a core. I know. It may be my southern draw. Um, <laughs> but quirky, like I don't know. But this, this season is like quirky to me. Um and I like it. So this season <laughs> so, quirky. Quirky. Mm -hmm. Quirky. Quirky. Yeah. Quirky. But not the dog, the other, the wine stopper. But yeah, I, I like this episode was like, eh, but the season has been like, so it's, I'm going to like rest on that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, we're going to talk all of this through. We'll take your questions as well later on tonight. And then uh, presumably, Taryn, uh, the feeds, Julie advertised the feeds uh, that it sounded like the feeds should be back after the West Coast version, or are they back up at this point? She said later tonight, so I'm assuming... Honestly, it could even be later than the West Coast airing, considering that wording, but who knows? Okay. Uh, that being said, uh, Taryn will be back on uh, Friday morning, presumably, for... Uh, unless, the, like, you just... Everybody tunes into the live feed update, and then we just see, like, a portal into Taryn's room, and he's not there. Yeah. It's... Uh, well, I'll, I'll open it with... 
This is a live feed update, and oh boy, I've got some information for you. But first, let's uh, list off some names. Um, let's just do some uh, some busy work. Uh, and then at the end of the update, I'll be like, so that information that I've got for you about what happened on the feeds, coming to you later this week. Later this week. Okay. All right. And of course, uh, you could be there live, or if not, make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed, robitsatwebsite.com slash big brother. Okay. So uh, we did have uh, some things that did happen tonight. I think that uh, we uh, had the piece of business that we knew was coming in this episode, that it was going to be Luke's dismissal from the house. And, and I thought that the show handled this in some curious ways. Uh, one, I kind of thought that this would be the headline opening the show. It doesn't come up that it is going to be a thing until about 15 minutes into the episode. Um, Taryn, I, I thought they also handled it in a very confusing way in that, you know, we, so many of us saw the unedited clip from the live feeds, but they dropped out the word that he said and I had to think that some viewers are confused about what ha what happened, right? I would imagine at first, for sure, like you you aren't sure. I think eventually you probably understand what's being referred to. I would I would hope, um, but uh, but it was it was weird, and I think especially weird that like it it wasn't brought up immediately. It didn't have any impact on the episode, and it didn't even have its own segment, like. The segment dragged on for another like 10 minutes right after that. They just yeah. moved on and cut to stuff that happened before. But the the it editing so choice to, to do a dropout, I mean, I think a bleep would have at least like mm -hmm. helped like, oh, there was something there. Yeah. And I and I know we were all waiting looking for it, uh, for it for that moment in the episode. And then uh it was definitely like I felt like that it really did, you know, uh make it less impactful that that you know there there was like just like a blank space there um Jacob, they were trying to put us into the headspace of Heisen. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. that uh we, he didn't hear it. We had yeah, yeah, he didn't he, he, didn't, he, he didn't hear it. Completely. Yeah. Uh Jacob, I uh, I know you haven't had the opportunity to talk about all of this. Uh what did you think about the way that Big Brother handled this tonight? Uh I mean, I I think I think they did a responsible job as um, creating a television show that is supposed to be depicted of everyone from the country um, and handling out consequences for actions. And I think that was very affirmative of them moving in the correct direction when we've seen for so long how it has played out. Um, I do, seeing the edited version on the TV show, I was, again, like y'all echoed a little, not a little, because I was like, because they highlighted the Christian, Christian, Kirsten conversation with him mm -hmm. and then leading into him going back there and the word it it just it felt as though it was like all right let's show this let's hurry up and get it away all right now we can come back to the rest of the show um and I don't know I I feel like I want to say it I feel like it didn't have that much like care to like the the gravity of what the word was and what was used in like people's minds and we only got to see Jared in the confessional and I know pe like different people are have different ways of um, expressing themselves in awkwardness. And specifically for a black person, I do feel like hearing that word from a white person is very awkward. It's very like, 
it's kind of like, am I being pranked right now? Like, is this like kind of still going on in America right now? And are we just lightly moving past it? Um, and it's kind of a place of, and I don't know exactly what was going through Jared's mind, but it's kind of a place of like, uh, now I have to be the person to really like gut punch this person and be like, yo, you can't say that. And kind of in a, in, in kind of in a grand scheme of things, dial back the mood to be like, yo, let me check you real quick. And mm-hmm. playing a social strategy game, when you have that element in it, it can just be very dicey. The reaction that he gave was his reaction. I probably would have reacted very differently, but it's still just a a intricacy in it that I just, I don't, it's, you'll be damned if you do, damned if you don't, but I feel like you should have been more damned if you do um, and just correcting him and saying something. And so, mm. yeah. Yeah, you know, I I don't want to get into, you know, uh, what Jared's specific feelings are uh, about this. I just felt like it was so curious the way that the show handled it of like, on the one hand, this is a serious enough violation that if you do this in the Big Brother house, you are, you were, you were going to, you violated the code of conduct, you're removed from the game. But then, but then they chose to also give us like a, a, the aftermath with Jared of sort of like, ah, this wasn't a big deal. Like, don't worry about mm-hmm. it. Uh, and it was just sort of very much like downplayed in the moments that we saw from the house guests. Uh, and really, uh, you know, we only saw Corey bring it up. Uh, and, you know, Jared has his reasons. He felt like that he he didn't want that brought up in the group setting. But I just felt like that we could have seen more from, I'm sure the other mm-hmm. house guests had thoughts on what had happened. And it just seemed like, so it was like two different things of this is serious. We are removing this person. And also, eh, nobody really seems to be mm-hmm. that upset about it. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I guess- they didn't talk about it. Like, yeah. I mean- it just felt like it could have there could have been something more to it, even if it was like Julie saying something. I don't know if they mm-hmm. didn't want the house guests to say something like maybe Julie just saying something, because instead it's like they the the conversation was shown so quickly that like it was like a blink and you miss it type of thing. And then the second, you know, the Corey tries to bring it up to kind of like have a discussion. Jared doesn't want to talk mm-hmm. about it. And then we just move on. I feel like it's there wasn't enough to it and then it just it does like and and i fully agree that luke should be removed but it does the way it was edited make it seem like should he be removed though like we don't even know what he said or whatever Mm -hmm. like heisen didn't hear it so it was like it's it's played as if like oh but did he really say it and it's like right yeah we heard him say it like it was real but Mm -hmm. i don't know it just felt like this weird thing that i think will brings up more questions for the casual audience than it does give any answers I mean, I I think that it makes a lot of sense in the context of what happened last season, where from my perspective, at least, the way they edited the Kyle situation felt very much like they really didn't want to have to do anything about it Mm. and that they were really annoyed at Michael and Brittany for bringing it up. And that was their perspective. And I felt like it bled through the the edit. Um, And this edit also felt like Oh, we have to do this because it's what's, you know, PC. We have to kick him out. But let's, let's, I mean, we don't want to, uh, but we're, we will, we will, but we're not going to do anything else. We're not going to spend time on this. And hey, also, just so you know, you know, ignorance isn't malice. And it's just, you know, he didn't follow the rules. It was just the rules. That's the, those rules, man, 
Whoops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, it was just such a nothing burger in the episode that it's hard to really even like have that much to talk about. Like uh, that, it it was a very very small part of the episode. Um, there was that, and then I really felt like that following that. Okay, well, all right. Well, now we will cancel the eviction because mm -hmm. we you know we have precedent for this. Okay, somebody went home. You got a hundred day season. Surely we're not actually going to go through with the vote. Uh, I really thought they're just, all right, here we go. Bait and switch. All right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Kirsten's on the block. Yeah. We're going to sit there and watch 13 people vote unanimously on a live show to vote Kirsten out of the house. Okay. Big brother. Yeah. All right. All right. At any point you can just say we're eviction is canceled. And, you know, certainly we saw this last year uh, with uh, when, Paloma ended up uh, being removed from the game and they canceled that uh, first eviction, but they went through with the eviction. Which was so weird to me, which, which is was also so such weird. A boring eviction. It wasn't <laughs> yes. even like something exciting to give us anything. It was just nothing. It would have been way more exciting Thir to see we their reaction. We watched 13 votes live to evict Kirsten. Yeah. <laughs> and after seven, it was already reaction. over. Like to them canceling, like that would have been more exciting to see Kirsten being like, oh, my God, the you know, the Taylor reaction when Taylor learned that the eviction was canceled. I just feel like it was so ridiculous. And then Julie, like, tries to make it interesting by being like, will Jared show his allegiance by voting? It's like they're all voting Kirsten yes. out. It doesn't matter what he does. Sari and Felicia have been tight allies in the House. <laughs> it would be curious if she voted against her. Like, what, why are we even doing the live evictions when you know it's going to be 13 people? Mm -hmm. Let some people vote during the commercial. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, we're just, is it just like, hey, this is just the easiest way to fill time is just have yes. people vote? I think so. It was a I mean, boring uh, episode. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it comes down to, again, like the, the Luke situation was major news. It was mm -hmm. not just Big Brother news. It was like actual news. People from outside of the community were hearing about it, talking about it. Um, and I imagine uh, some of those people tuned in tonight to see what was going on, because this is a, a, a rare occurrence. This hasn't happened in the U.S. ever it hasn't happened in any Big Brother since 2007, or at least in, in English-speaking Big Brother, at, to, my, to my knowledge, since 2007. Um, only like the fourth or fifth person to be ejected from the game in over 20 years of the show. Um, and they did it in like uh, two minutes mm -hmm. and then didn't even end the segment to be like, mm -hmm. that was dramatic, let's reset. They immediately went to other stuff um, and, uh, and I think that they really just wanted to get along, get, get, get going back to whatever they had going before. They didn't want to have to re-edit anything. They didn't want to have to dive into the topic. Uh, they, they, they wanted to stick to the formula as much as possible. They wanted to get to the, all the votes and, uh, and their little portal graphic that they probably spent, uh, money on, um, from a, you know, an asset pack somewhere. Uh, and, um, you know, it, I think this is what we're doing. 
I think they really fumbled the bag on this one. I think they could have done like a really interesting episode, you know, and they don't have to just focus on that, but I feel like there was so much more to it. I think that they should have canceled the eviction. I just think that, you know, the way that it was handled was just so disappointing. I was so excited for tonight's episode. I was, I literally was just like, I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder what the reaction of the house guests are going to be after he gets ejected. Like, what what is this? Yeah. And then they literally didn't show us any reactions of anyone else. It was just like, oh my god. And, and that was it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, we know like how Jared felt about this, but like uh you know, we could have gotten like a diary room from Suri or mm-hmm. Felicia. Or even Corey. Or or, or, or Kirsten or uh or Michael. That uh, somebody actually goes in on Luke. Yeah. Yeah. And doesn't like what he did a lot. He said what now? I called to remove him. Yeah. Also, they, they showed, um, they showed the people's reactions to like hearing it. And then I feel like even include, including certain things while also excluding people's reactions to the diary room, but also including the little thing with Corey and Jared, but also not, including people's reactions that could have been harsher, but also including Jared's reaction to what he said, but also not going back to like what, I don't, it was just, it was just all misplaced and, and misdirected. And um, they definitely missed the mark. And it was very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got the moment where Heisem said, um, well, I, I didn't, I didn't catch that, that he said that. Uh, Taryn, did, did Heisem not in the moment react, uh, negatively to what Luke had said? It certainly seemed like he did. Why did Heisem uh, leave the room immediately after he said it? He had a facial reaction. He immediately left the room. Um, it, it really seemed, and then he had a conversation that was directly related to what Luke said with Luke and Jared right after about how Luke loves to push boundaries and be edgy. Um, And Luke also alluded to the fact that he said it multiple times in Heism's presence when he talked to Corey, when Corey came in, he said, oh, I got scolded because of you, Corey. Um, Mm -hmm. Are you mad? You're mad at me. Stop being mad at me. Um, And uh, I mean, you know, it, it certainly seemed like he had reaction. The only thing I can say is that like Heisem always looks like he's got this really concerned, like shocked <laughs> face on at all times. Just like, but he left so, the room right after it yeah. happened. Like, uh, 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 he abruptly left and it's not like that him and Corey are on the same page. It's like, Hey, if Corey's leaving, I'm leaving. Like, uh, they <laughs> both, they both, uh, were like, Hey, you got to go to bed, man. I mean, yeah. maybe weird. we'll hear more about it in the live feeds. I don't know. Probably but- not. Probably not at this point. So who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And also, maybe Taryn will probably know a little bit more. I know they talked about it as a threesome, but was it talks? Like, it didn't leave that threesome, correct? I know fees have been down. And so. I mean, no, nobody's told anybody else outside yeah. of the, that room no, that, that we saw. And uh, clearly, you know, it doesn't seem like anybody ever did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so that... It just to me, uh, then you had Kirsten, who really was somebody who, like, you she certainly came in hot on the first night or two, but really lost the competition because she couldn't kick herself in the butt a hundred times. Nobody really wanted her to go home. This would have been like the most harmless eviction to cancel. 
but instead, uh, we we go through with it. And I, I kept waiting for, all right, she's going to go out. She's sitting in the chair with Julie. Julie's going to tell her, all right, you're not out of the game yet. Uh, but mm-hmm. Julie Chen Moonves goes on and reveals that Sari and Jared are related. And now it's, you know, there's no way she's coming back into the game. Yeah, and it's just like, I I mean, the the choice is obvious. Uh, Clearly, there was no reason to, I mean, unless something really that I can't even think of uh, comes in later with this twist. But like, the only reason to, to not cancel the eviction in my eyes is, okay, you had a schedule that actually does rely on Kirsten being evicted in this moment mm-hmm. uh, because maybe she's coming back. But like, uh, if 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 Luke is gone and there is nothing to do with Kirsten, then the schedule actually is better if you cancel the eviction, I would imagine, would imagine. given what you would expect. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like, uh, in that way, it makes more sense to, to do this. And obviously they don't care about fairness. They never have. So it's not because of fairness that they didn't cancel the eviction. Uh, so it's like, it's like, why did they make this call? Yeah. Um, if I have just like my one crackpot theory on this is that I really feel like that the Suri addition to the cast to me felt, has felt all along, like it was very last minute. You know, we didn't really get any sort of hype about there being a 17th house guest officially up until like two hours before the episode, it got tweeted out. Suri was going to Aza's party up until like a very, very, like if Suri was like in the mix from the get go, why is Suri telling Aza I'll be at your party? And so I feel like that they added Suri to the cast pretty last minute. And so maybe they had a plan for 16 house guests all along said, all right, all right, we got Sari. We're going to have 17. We'll figure it out. We'll do a double eviction, another double eviction somewhere along the way. And then when they lost Luke, they said, all right, let's just go back to the original plan that we had for the 16 house guests. I mean, yeah, that that's that makes sense. Uh, you know, that, that's the thing I, I didn't think of, which is that they had already screwed up. Um, and that uh, mm-hmm. this ended up uh, helping them get back on track. Mm-hmm. That they had one extra person that they didn't account for that they needed to do to get rid of anyway by the, uh, I mean, the Sari thing, really, like you would think that in a in a world where Big Brother was like, had been planning for Sari to be in there, you would think that when the cast came out that they would, there would be some, a little bit more of a tease of a wait till finale night or premiere night. We've got another big surprise coming. There was none of that up until two hours before the episode. Yeah, and then true. all we got was a um, pouring champagne flute and then a turnaround. <laughs> a lovely turnaround, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all we got. Yeah. yeah, it's also possible that they're like, oh, maybe we can use this, you know, in the future for like the Humiliverse or something like, oh, you think that it's an eviction, but actually this person stays, you know, for like a future thing. I don't know, like just because they're like, Kirsten's already leaving. She's out of the loop. It's not like a a house guest that's everyone is upset is leaving. Maybe we like save this for later and do something fun with that. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's odd. I thought that they absolutely would have canceled this eviction. I based my stock uh, by this week on it. So I'm screwed. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's dumb that they didn't cancel it mm-hmm. for that reason. And also just generally. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, it is what it is at this point. Uh, we move forward and, uh, the game will, uh, continue on. You know, Taryn, was there a consideration up until like what you saw for, you know, we, we saw tonight in the episode and, uh, I would love to get like, just, uh, like in terms of how they, they piece this, uh, eviction night, recap together but was there was there more consideration ever at any point to vote out felicia considering how she was uh so locked in as part of uh the izzy and cerise side of the house no i mean it really like the only consideration to keep kirsten at all was like could we maybe get heisen to use the veto nah mm-hmm. and that was the extent the second she was on the block it was man Kind of wish we could keep Kirsten, but she's up against Felicia, so yeah. And that was that was that. What about in terms of how they put this together? You know, it seems like that they go right from okay, Luke went out of the house, but the game continues. But is this all stuff from before Luke got evicted? All stuff from before he was evicted, which is part of the whiplash of like, okay, this big thing just happened. Again, major news, covering it, people talking about it. But apparently the people in the house got right back to business as usual, according to the edit, because they cut to things that all happened before the Luke situation. There was not a single scene post Luke situation that I could that I can think of. Um, So they, you know, again, and if we never get any of that, then it really was all just kind of like, let's just there's a rug here. Could we fit it all under there? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, I just feel like it's it's so disappointing because especially because the feeds have been so good and we've been loving this season as feeds watchers so far. Um, and then just to see it look like so straightforward and boring as if like, oh, well, she played too hard because none of us are playing right now. We're all just hanging out. Mm-hmm. So she was playing too hard. So now she has to go because we're not playing. And it's like that is absolutely not what went down. There was so much, like so much gameplay, so much strategy, so many things happening in the house. And I feel like we just aren't getting any of that. And instead it's just, we're spending 30 minutes on like watching the votes and then having that interview, which didn't really tell us anything or do anything. And then no HOH. So we don't even know who's in power. It's like, it just was such a bad episode. I'm I'm shocked at how bad it was. It's like, it was just so bad. And yeah. yesterday's was bad too. So it's not yesterday's <laughs> been a rough week. It's been a rough week. Yeah. Horrible too. It's all been bad. Yeah. So, you know, the feeds are great though. Don't get me wrong. Okay. When they're on. Um, Taryn, they s- on. sort of distilled this down to a war of the ages here in the house. Uh, old versus young. Is this an oversimplification of uh, how the house really is? I think it's fine. Um, it is a simplification, but it's not necessarily an oversimplification. Uh, there was a lot more that made this interesting with people from both sides trying to, uh, play both sides, um, which is part of why the feeds have been so fun. Hey, this is Sari going back to her roots. Her very first survivor experience was on the older women tribe. Yeah. Think about when it. she was like 34. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and Jacob Survivor has t- tackled this before. Uh, remember when you and I re- podcast about Survivor <laughs> Nicaragua, the battle I of do. the ages for the survivors, the old versus and, the young? 
And it was so much. I mean, I personally have always liked that season. I know that season gets shit on, gets shit on a lot. But it was Pete such on. a cool, literally. Oh wait, Rob, you're so smart. Because mm. um, I'm more <laughs> peeing in the pool, um, and then I talk about peeing in pools. Yeah. Um, but uh, my mind went somewhere else. Still but a yes, great night. I, I, it's still a great night. I always like that concept of the battle of the ages, and I like the vigor that the. Julie called them their elders, and I guess that's the like they are older Later than them, days. but like el- yeah, elders is like uh, I don't know, it's it's a little icky. Um, but I like the vigor that they have, and like the they want to like tussle with the young folks, and the young folks seem like yeah, yeah while the older folks seem like uh, so I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. Well put. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, is there? Anything that's worth highlighting from uh, the conversations that we saw in the episode, Taryn, uh, that were taking place as far as uh, the sides forming? Um, I think Sari put it put it best. You know, if Heisen wants to lead the charge and be a figurehead, great. Mm-hmm. Um, and meanwhile, she is one of the people doing work to make connections on the other side to ensure that she will be safe in the event that the other side wins while Heisen, you know, rallies the troops to to go against that other side. Um, and it all works out pretty well for Sari and some of the others that are trying to play that middle game. Um, and then and then there's and then there's Cameron, uh, who I you know, I feel like given the fact that we didn't spend time on Luke, we could have spent time on Cameron, but uh, but instead we had votes. So mm-hmm. So we have been talking last night about how, where is Izzy? What is with this Izzy erasure? Uh, Melissa, what did you think about the Izzy coming out party on the episode tonight as we uh, really get to see our, you know, full first look at Izzy in action? Not enough. We need more. (laughs) We need more. I want to see the full extent of it. Yeah. uh, It is interesting because, and you guys kind of touched on this um, in the recap last night, but you guys were shocked that they hadn't shown Izzy at all. And someone had mentioned that Izzy, maybe Izzy's diary rooms were too, too far out there, (laughs) too intense. (laughs) Well, it was interesting because on the feeds, she had said like, they never call me to the diary room. I haven't been to the diary room once. Like, why are why don't they want me to be in there? Are they not? Are, am I? Just, they're not showing me on the show at all. So it's interesting that that actually was accurate, and that they weren't showing her on the show at all. I mean, I don't know why, but you know, and I mean, I guess I do know why because they're really not covering. It's like Big Brother Canada all over again, where it's like the feeds are something totally different than what we're seeing, and so like Izzy is like some background character until now, I guess, barely. Uh, and, and on the feeds, she's just like all over the place, like into everything, like, you know, talking with Sari at all times. Like, you know, she's just a wild character. Um, and we're really not seeing that. So I'm, I'm hoping that this is the start of, you know, maybe showing us more of that on the show. Jacob, how are you feeling about Izzy? Oh, I love her. I think, I think she is, phenomenal like it's 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 so it's kind of like having a character that just fully goes for it without anything holding them back and the people in the game are not even holding them not even holding her back because they're like no keep going keep pushing let's like you know keep doing it and i love it and it it just gives me like a like a invincible character with a shield on that's just like going like a trojan horse the trojan horse 
Well, maybe not the Trojan horse battle because they were like in that horse thing, and then mm-hmm. that's like in. a sneak attack. Like, yeah, I feel not like hiding in a horse. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> she would have that thing, and like, boom, boom, she's a battering boom, ram. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. But I love it. It's fun to watch, specifically on the feeds, and it was fun to watch the way that she interacted with the HOH and then relate that conversation to Suri and was like, yeah, I told her this. And mm-hmm. Suri was like, oh, you did. And so it's just, it's just, you need, we need people like that. And I love, I love the enthusiasm. I love the passion for the game. I love the excitement. Um, and I would like to see it more on TV yeah. as well. Taryn, so I thought then it was super interesting that we got Suri's first diary room talking about what she thinks about working with Izzy. Yeah, uh, which was, I think, exactly what a lot of people thought it would be, which is like, well, (laughs) I mean, this person holds my life in their hands. And, um, you know, (laughs) that's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. Um, And she's I mean, she's had to like I I just Izzy is the perfect person to, to hold this secret because she's so enthusiastically holding the secret but uh, that enthusiasm makes her very difficult to like keep reined in, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, Suri is just is just having to be like encouraging, but also not too much. And then uh, you know, but she can't be too not encouraging because she needs to make sure that Izzy still feels like family. Uh, it, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a ticking, like a kind of like a ticking time bomb, and you're like testing the pressure of every situation to not be like, okay, maybe she can have this reason to expose me this time or this time or this time. Yeah, and it's tiptoeing, and that can create like scare. I don't, I just uh, that makes me feel bad for her in a lot of ways. But, yeah, you know. and and this has been uh, talked about just a little bit, and I see it, uh, you know, in the chat as well. But you know, Izzy played, or oh, sorry, Suri played with Shane Powers in Survivor Panama, who mm. you know, uh, similarly was like excitable, really, uh, you know, could get worked up about you know certain things. Really wanted to, uh, was very animated about going after the other side of things. So uh, you know, Suri has played with uh the a more volatile personality before so uh, but she's- like imagine that shane powers knew that Suri secretly had a son on the track mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was the only one and she was trying to keep shane powers from revealing that secret yeah well he's like incredibly loyal shane so that exactly it might not be the worst person uh to be in that position with I, I and I think Izzy is too, and I think that's I think that's part of what makes it uh, so funny to watch her try to deal with. Because mm-hmm. yeah, Izzy is very loyal, but at the same time, like it's a it's such an enthusiastic loyal that you're like, oh, I didn't ask for that though. Right? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. It could be it could be too much. All right. Uh, so we got to the live uh, eviction part of uh, the night. Uh, we got through our speeches uh, that were, you know, pretty unmemorable. Correct? Fine. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and then we went through all of our votes and, uh, you know, uh, uh, a couple of things to uh, to highlight here. One, uh, so I saw a lot of people, you know, uh, really calling this out. Uh Matt votes to evict uh, Kirsten. And then afterwards uh, that Julie tells him, okay, thank you, Matt. And he is, you know, not getting that message through. 
And I know it's only the first night for the live eviction, but it seems like that there is more they could be doing to help Matt in these situations. Yeah, I think that um, I, I don't think there's like a, a good excuse for this, considering that like they cast him, mm -hmm. you know, if if you are going to cast somebody uh, who is deaf, then you need to like educate yourself and make sure that you know what kind of accommodations need to be in place for him so that he's, you know, not left sitting there on on live television uh, waiting, you know, mm -hmm. for, for something that you, you're not like prepared to, to give him. Yeah. And I, I think, um, that part as well. And I also, um, I really appreciate watching Kirsten kind of interact with him, um, and helping him out in different areas on the live feeds, um, which I thought was a very like nice moment, um, that they could have. And it's just like kind of showed, um, like it's just kind of showed her character in more ways than one. But I think, even as a house, house guests could do more. Production could do way more um, in, this, in this entire thing. Yeah. Um, all right. On the plus side of things, uh, we did have one memorable uh, vote that came from Corey, who uh, gave us this tonight. <laughs> I vote to evict Kirsten. Thank you. Beat you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> that now, the cute. casual viewers are probably saying, wait, who's Zach? Yeah, they don't know. They, they don't know. No idea. They don't know. They don't know. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, maybe if they would have talked about how Corey has a brother named Zach who was on Survivor, uh, who didn't get through his first vote, like that could have meant something. But um, nope. <laughs> just, just I wonder if they were like, it, I didn't know Kirsten's nickname was Zach. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. like yeah, production on? doesn't even know. Yeah. So, uh, but that was a very funny moment. I, I tweeted to Zach uh, that I think somebody needs an atomic wedgie when they get home from <laughs> Big Brother. That's so yeah. funny. Zach, Zach on Twitter was was very funny uh, yeah. th throughout the night. Uh, he had he had said uh, about 20 minutes prior, he had tweeted, so proud of Corey. Uh, and then uh, right after, 20 minutes later, right after the vote, he had quote tweeted that. He was like, nope guy <laughs> and then uh he changed his profile picture and uh and like background to heisem yeah. so hashtag heisem was right okay <laughs> yeah. all right uh and then so we sat there and watched incre incredibly 13 people vote to evict kirsten so exciting riveting Mm -hmm. That has to stop. <laughs> it's, I, I stop. mean, it, this is malpractice. I, I don't understand <laughs> how we could have, like, if it's if it's not going to be that exciting of a vote, and maybe you're like, oh, you're spoiling that's not an exciting vote. I don't know. Like, they, every vote doesn't have to be live, you know? They could vote an hour before the live show and then just cut it together. I mean, it works. That's what they used to do. That's what they used to do. <laughs> It's, they know how to do it. It's just live. It's I there. I can't think of any other explanation other than the fact that it is just easier and it eats up more time that they don't have to spend putting an episode together. Yeah, yeah. So thirteen to zero, Kirsten, you are evicted from the Big Brother house. Uh, and so, um. A couple of interesting nuggets here from the interview with Julie. Uh, who do you feel most betrayed by? Suri. 
Yeah, I, I covered this this morning um, because I thought there's a good chance that Kirsten was going to be staying. I went over and covered some of the previous conversations that she had had um, that I hadn't covered before. Turns out they were irrelevant. Um, but <laughs> she did get into it a little bit with Suri. Uh, nothing like major, but um, but they got into a, a little bit of a, a fracas. A fracas? Uh, and um, they... Uh, uh, they never really patched it up, yeah. And um, and I, I think she definitely had the sense that like uh, if Suri had been on her side, maybe she would have had more of a chance, which is probably true. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, was it so much Suri or was it Felicia? I mean, it was the fact that she was up against Felicia, but also, I mean, Felicia is the one that got uh, Kirsten targeted, but. Uh, Jared and Suri were the ones that got Felicia mm -hmm. to want her targeted. Yeah. Um, but I don't think she knows any of that. I think she just feels like uh, like hey, she might have had a chance against Felicia, if not for Suri uh, got pushing it. back. Got it. Okay. So then Julie reveals, what What if I told you there was a secret relationship in the house? Why don't you guess? And Carson says, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> ultimately, Julie says, no. okay, do you know that uh, Suri is Jared's mom? And then a light bulb goes off. And let's see if this might have more game ramifications because uh, something that happened during the house during the day today was this. And you know what? Today he stated, hey, my family calls me Jay Bleasy in the bathroom. And someone said, oh, that's Miss Cerise's son's name. So we didn't think anything of it. But now... You're remembering it. Yeah, this was like a moment ago, like an hour ago. Mm. And that's crazy because Jared's on one side of the house, she's on the other side of the house. But are they really? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So first of all, how many nicknames does Jared have? Yeah. <laughs> Pooh, Jay Bleasy. Where does that Pooh uh, one come from? What is that? Do we know? It's a nickname. Mm -hmm. maybe, I don't know the order. Like, it, it sounds like a childhood nickname. Hey, mm -hmm. Boo. Yeah. Hey, Boo, you know, Boo Boo or something like that. Pooh Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds like I that. feel like Jared's being really loosey-goosey with like telling past stories or like mm -hmm. telling past names or things that like give it away. Like the story about football or whatever, where he was saying his coach kept yelling like fields, 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 fields at him. <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, he, he forgot that it was yards or something. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. uh, but like, why, why tell the <laughs> he story? He meant to say like, to stadiums. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you it's, need it's to be cautious. Kind of, it's kind of like he's teasing. He, I feel like he likes that. Like, I don't know. And I had a conspiracy. I was like, wait, is this like, like, like is production like playing this to how people talk about it in different ways? But I feel like Jared loves it. And he kind of, I'm trying to say this um, correctly in like a non-sexual manner, but okay. it's kind of like, yeah, but it's kind of like a little like, and this is just the only thing that comes, came into my mind, but like, I don't, yeah, uh, but it's kind of like he keeps people on the edge of their seats. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. We so get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who is this worse on? Is this, is it worse that Jared is telling people that his name is Jay Bleasy or is it worse that Suri is telling people my son's nickname is Jay Bleasy and he's actually in the house? Well, the only well, thing I can think of is it's possible that Corey knew that Suri's son yeah. was nicknamed. No way. Corey, no, I, that, uh, no way Corey know. knows that Suri's son's rap name is Jay Bleasy. Jay Bleasy. 
Isn't it? Isn't it that? Um, like, didn't she introduce her son's names, and one of them was Jay Bleasy? She's just using his nickname as the, as you know, to substitute That's for true. for him. Yeah, I think exactly essentially that, Sh- that Shannon said that when she said her uh, one of her son's names was Jamie, uh, and Jamie is the fake name. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought she gave an actual name. I don't. I feel like I would have known if. I would have like thought something if she had said Jay Bleasy because I was like, I don't know which one's the fake name. I think it's worse on Sari to say. I mean, she's that clearly she has- told them at one really? point that Jay Bleasy is a son. Yes. Jay it is worse on Sari to say that I have a son whose nickname is Jay Bleasy. Uh, yeah. And then not, not tell Jared, hey, don't tell the Jay Bleasy story. It's mm. so, it's just, it's such a specific nickname, I feel. Yeah. That like, uh, I honestly, I feel like this this could be. You know, and people don't always think on this level. And, uh, you know, like all season long, people like, this is the thing that's going to, they're going to know about the cookout now. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, it it could get you thinking and then you could look at their faces. But this could be like one of the things where one day somebody has like the, like drop the coffee cup, usual suspects moment (laughs) where like everything comes together. And this could be like a a little crack in the ice that somebody... She said this just happened an hour ago. Yeah. Yeah. The greatest yeah. trick Sri ever pulled was convincing you her son didn't exist. <laughs> her son isn't Jay Bleasy. <laughs> yeah. Jay Bleasy. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. So, all right. Uh, we got the goodbye messages uh, from people. Uh, you know, um, we heard from Riley. We heard from Jared. Said you made bad decisions. Uh, you know, we heard from, from Matt. Uh, Nicole also, and um, Kirsten was like, uh, isn't, isn't there more? <laughs> Quick yeah. final thoughts. I feel like there were more people in the house. Yeah, we can't show everything. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Like think- you showed 13 votes. You could have shown 13 employee <laughs> messages too. I think Kirsten thought that like, it, those were the only people who wanted to give her a goodbye or and so she was like, wow, okay, there were other people in the house Jul- she just doesn't know that they only show yeah. a few clips of it. Mm-mm. It's so funny to me, like, like so many moments that it made it clear she hasn't watched the show yeah. before. Mm-hmm. And this is another one of those. And it's just like, I mean, I think again, showing that like she had promise, like this was so she calls Julie out right away. Like, mm-hmm. um, are you hiding the rest of them from me? Like, <laughs> yeah. And Julie has the audacity to be like, um, Kirsten, this is a very tightly edited show. <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't waste. Uh, like we, we have a lot, a lot to get to tonight. Oh I, I still have to show an empty house and a portal. And so can't, we can't show you know, any more. Promo to the messages. challenge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> the challenge. I All really right. thought something was going to happen after that because I was like, okay, we've wasted so much time. There's got to be like a cliffhanger or something yeah. to end on. And it, it was nothing. They started voting at 6.30. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nothing, then nothing else happened in the entire episode. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> but- That's why I really thought another house guest was going to come in when I checked my my phone and I was like, uh, okay, it's 6.30 and we're voting now. Okay, that means something big is coming. And then nothing happened. Yeah. Not even like showing us a, like a, you know, a wall comp or something for HOH, like to set us up for like a fun night of feeds, like nothing. Nope, nothing. Um, Taryn, have the house guests been commenting on how good Kirsten smelled? <laughs> that was weird. Mm. 
Um, I'm not really. uh, Not that I've seen. Well, Julie, have we ever heard (laughs) once in 25 seasons comment about how good a house guest smells? It's the air hugs, you know? It's the air hugs. I guess in this social distancing era. I guess Julie doesn't have COVID. We know that. So uh, that's pretty good. I mean, hey, the the people in the house are sick, actually. Like, they're all sick. So for this to be the time that Julie stops, uh, the air hugs is kind of wild. Yeah, that everybody in the house is sick. Have we ever had this before? Not every, they're like many of them are coughing uh, a lot. Oh, it might have been another reason to cut the feeds right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You wrap it. Okay. All right. So um, that's that was the live show. Uh, and then Julie tells us about what's coming up for uh, the rest of the week uh and she says tune in sunday night because plus the scary verse sends a never before seen twist into the game and scarier words have never been spoken yeah you know what I, you know what i i thought when um because when they went back to showing Corey in the bed and like the um clips before they get really got into the episode and they you know oh someone's gonna be in here longer I thought, okay, we're going to get an 18 house. Yes, possibly someone was leaving. I don't know. Maybe this is too far-fetched for the whole week, a little bit too far-fetched, and then just come back for voting or something like that. But, uh, you know, we didn't get anything. Mm-hmm. But we did we, we did hear um, some interesting stuff when, when Kirsten was uh, evicted and, and on her way out the door. I don't know if you guys were hearing this, but it was... Uh, I did hear that. <laughs> Yeah, some uh, some some heartbeats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone uh, snuck <laughs> a stethoscope into the house. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, Sari does a work ASMR. in a hospital. So, <laughs> um, so Julie then teases like, "All right, well, house guests. You know, it was so weird. You, typically, and we know we all know the show so well. So when they do anything different, it's like, okay, wait, what's going on? So we get from the uh, like usually they tease like, okay, we cut from commercial from the interview with the house guest to the house guest in the backyard and we get a little bit of a look at the comp. We don't get that tonight. Julie says, all right, let's cut back to inside to take a look at the house guest, even though we didn't spend any time setting up the uh, competition for this week. And guess what? Oh, the house guests are are not there. They're gone. But are they really? What? Where are they? Oh my God. Is that a Rick and Morty portal? What? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. So, yeah, we get a little bit of a tease to some sort of a portal. And uh, that's that's it. They're in the scary verse. Okay. Man, I can't, I can't wait for the post credit scene. <laughs> Who is this for? What are we doing? Who is it for? Is it I don't question. know what we're doing anymore. The honestly. same people that loved the atomic wedgies, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't be me. Yeah. Um, I did show my seven-year-old the atomic wedgie uh, competition, <laughs> and he was pretty into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's so. who it's for. Yes. So, yeah, that portal that that might be <laughs> that might be something that uh, he's interested in. Uh, but that being said, you know, uh, that was our Thursday night 
first Thursday night of the, sh- of the season. Leave it to Big Brother production to take what should have been an amazing week of television, a slam dunk decision that was like universally praised and managed to uh, have everyone mad at them by the Mm -hmm. end of the week. Like, (laughs) I, I don't understand how they are this good at turning good content into terrible things. I, it's, it's, it's honestly a talent. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And, uh, just to like add some intrigue, uh, to things, uh, we have, uh, this news from, uh, our own Mike Bloom, uh, is, uh, reporting just informed by CBS that exit press with Kirsten will be pushed to next week. No Mm. confirmed date as of yet. Sharon Tharp also, uh, tweeted the same thing. And so, uh, no reason why, but that's weird. Kirsten. I feel uh, like that's weird. See, I kind of thought another one of my harebrained, uh, thoughts was like, maybe to sort of like get people off of talking about Luke, where's Luke? Are we going to get an interview with Luke? Maybe they'll send Kirsten out. One of the reasons to do the eviction was to get her out there doing exit press. Yeah. But it sounds like that that's not going to be happening until uh, next week. But don't they like send them straight home? Like if they're not, if they're pre-jury, aren't they just like, you're, you're done. Like she, you do a day of exit. And she may and go, she may go home. Uh, but I think then she'll be on like zoom, uh, like from her house, uh, do that. And then maybe mm. they want to like, you know, uh, maybe she doesn't even know the extent of the Luke thing. And maybe they want to get her up to speed over the next day My- or two. My guess is like they like to cut feeds for a few days so to get people to talk about other things eventually. I I imagine that they probably just want there to be new Big Brother content, new episodes out. So by the time you get the interview with Kirsten, the questions you're expecting aren't all about Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if they, if we did them now, it would all be about Luke and well, what happened when the feeds were down. Like and they about, would have to. They would have Kirsten. to probably tell the interviewers, "No, you can't ask those things." Mm-hmm. And it would be. They'd be like, "Why aren't you asking about this?" But if we release it next week, the heat for that will have died down, and it won't be as big of a deal when they don't ask about it. Yeah, it just seems odd because it's like we'll have had another eviction, right? And then it's like, okay, well, we don't need it. To answer well, I would think questions. it'd be early in the week uh, if they were going to uh, get get her back out there. So we'll see. Strange times in uh, y'all are like foiling all of their plans. They're like so pissed right now. They're like they're clocking everything. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> yeah, we had five days of uh, of just Big Brother bliss, Taryn. Yeah, it's just, they, they were out of the way. We didn't have to deal with production. It was just just Big Brother, and we loved it. Yeah, and yep. then production had to be like, no, no, we make this. This is ours. Yeah, mm-hmm. you so you like it? You like us? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we don't like you. We like the show. Yeah. For the okay. feeds, I guess. It's like, yeah, that, that's the I think the most disappointing thing and the most shocking thing about this week's batch of episodes is that the feeds were so good and mm-hmm. we were all enjoying ourselves so much and they had so much to work with and yet they really gave us nothing. And even when it was like. On top of that, you have someone ejected from the house, which is like a bit like a big thing. They just didn't give us anything for that either. So it was like we really didn't get anything. And I don't know. I just feel like the casual audience is very confused. My mom, at least, is like, I like 
nothing's happened. Like you keep telling me that the feeds are really good. And I keep saying like, just wait, just wait. And then they watch the episode and they're like, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. So the casual audience isn't loving it either. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I think we got a couple of uh, questions. Here's one from Maya who wants to know any twist predictions. Uh, Taryn, what 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 fresh hell might the scary verse unleash on us and the Big Brother house guests? I'm I'm trying to think of like the worst thing that they could do. Um, and um, honestly, maybe maybe it is dividing them into teams. I think that's a terrible yeah. idea, given that the house mm-hmm. is already divided. Um, I mean, it's uh, how many people are in the house? Fifteen now. Fifteen so... now, which is weird. Hmm. Uh, so it doesn't seem super likely. Um, yeah. And they said it was never before seen. Look, Rob, I, I just I just got, I don't know why you're putting me on the spot like this. I just told you how talented they are at coming up with dumb mm-hmm. ideas. I am not that talented. I can't come up with dumb ideas as good as they do. Uh, I, I, yeah. All right, I give up. All right. Uh, maybe this is a question that we can try to answer. Uh, week two HOH competition tends to be what? Usually a crapshoot. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. Like a like a roll a ball into a thing or a shoot a thing into a thing. Mm-hmm. Usually into things. Yeah. Okay. Um what happened to that we were going to be like revisiting things from the past in Big Brother 25? Is that still, like I didn't make that up, right? I think we assumed that because of the yeah. promotion of the season. <laughs> and the time I think that laser. was on us. I don't know if that I was. I could have sworn they said thing. that Big Brother 25 is going to have things from the past, right? I was on the uh, wavelength of you, Rob. Mm, okay. All right. Um, I think it was because of like, yeah, the promo and that intro where they were like, Big Brother, like, here's all the past things that mm-hmm. happened in Big Brother and all. And like, we're in it's the 25th season or whatever. Yeah. But no. Also, what was the point of having those three house guests go in? Was it just like cute, or was there like a substance there? Uh, Jacob, they had a time laser and they tried to change history. They redecorated the house. They redecorated. It broke the house into four distinct multiverses that yeah. are wreaking havoc on the game. Yeah, if those three like, houses didn't go in, what are you missing? They. Those three house guests caused yeah. caused problems. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Work. We were saying bye bye Brigade, Brigade mm-hmm. bye Derek and Cody. I wanted a little bit more than. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, you know I, what I mean? I so. can I can reveal saying. that uh, I do have a a source on the inside. <laughs> Call me spoiler. We've boy. got some. We've okay. got some. Are you trolling? Yes. <laughs> my sources. My sources have told me that. The HOH competition is being filmed outside of the house currently. They portaled out. They portaled oh. out. They portaled out. So oh. let's see. So don't expect Wait, the live feeds imminently. Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Wait, mm-hmm. this may be the scary. Oh my gosh. Also with scary. Oh my gosh. We're missing a we're missing something that is right in front of our face. Mm-hmm. What is it? The haunted house thing could return for like a POV. 
Sure. Something yeah. Like I think that we'll definitely get that. And I think as we yeah. get closer to Halloween, Halloween. I think we'll do stuff like that. Uh, oh yeah. So. Halloween, but I would like it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And All wasn't right. it rumors about um, them needing their passports for this season as well? Well, but they're not taking them out of the country. Well, they could go out to like Paris. I mean, they're coughing right now. So they're going to the Paris. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the first place I thought. If they're lucky to you get know? the Tijuana. Uh, it's like it's like yeah, The Bachelor or something where they're like, oh my God, we're going. <laughs> yeah, what would be the no, point really of really doing is. Big Brother and taking them to another country? <laughs> they just something go they've to a never house done there. before. It Rob. would be something they've never done before. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I go to Big Brother Australia. It's a crossover. Mm-hmm. All right. <gasps> oh my gosh. A Canadian. And I'm Bowie. playing fan fiction right now. Oh, oh. Oh my gosh. I'm it's getting all making okay. sense, all right. guys. Why don't we do this? This is a game uh, that's always fun on Thursday night. Uh, who could we manifest an HOH for? Uh, Jeff asks, who do you think will be the next HOH? Should we all put a chip down on somebody? Next HOH. Hmm. I wanted Kirsten to get it, but she is not there. I feel um, like Tyson. Hysum. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting a Hysum HOH. Mm-hmm. To be honest. I'll say I'll say Matt. I feel like Matt might oh, Matt be so be so athletic. Yeah. Okay. I'll say Jag. I think Jag is uh I think uh pretty athletic, might know that his side is in trouble and might be the person to win an HOH for his side of the house. I would like uh Corey. Okay. Because I feel like nobody really is like really wanting to seriously work with him. And maybe mm-hmm. if he gets HOH, he can get a real in. Um, so it would be interesting to see, you know, how the two sides like kind of vie for it if he's a, uh, if he gets it. Okay. If my pick doesn't win, I piggyback Rob's pick. Okay. Yes. I think Jag's a good option. All right. Anything else that we want to say tonight regarding BB25? Mm, are you in on the slot bet, Rob? What, oh, that whoever the- is the first person out. Well, I was a little <laughs> bit more in on it when I thought that Kirsten was going to get the eviction canceled. <laughs> I got to be honest. Look, I think I'm not in a good spot for that. My team. So the is- bet was this came this came up on the on the stock watch that whoever's team is out first has to eat a bowl of slop. Yeah. yeah, but the how one, do we the turn one thing, oatmeal into slop? They had they we the someone took they a the screenshot recipe. of the recipe. They showed it on the feed. So Fine. now we have the recipe. But the problem with it is that it calls for like five different protein powders, which mm-hmm. I'm sure are very expensive. Oh. And that's also very disgusting as well. Mm-hmm. But nutritious. I've been having stomach issues by eating protein smoothies. Hmm. So, no wonder everyone's always backed up on. Okay, Jacob, Jacob's prop bet. You have to choose one of us, uh, mm. and and if that person is the loser, you have to eat slop with us. Oh, wait, I love oh, it. wait, wait, wait. I so it. I pick one to be on slop, and if that person's on slop, so I'm giving myself an inflicted punishment. You have no, you have to pick somebody you think won't have won't have their players. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, then if you oh, end up losing, you have a great chance of not. Oh not yeah, getting. I have a great chance. Oh yeah. my goodness, I don't think. Oh, Melissa, I was gonna pick you, but <laughs> no, Mike, just don't pick me. My people yeah, are so something bad. just took over. Something just took over me. I was like, don't do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, no, work. Okay, okay. Y'all want the decision now or later? 
Yeah, why don't you uh, maybe uh, you want to take a minute to review? Uh, yeah, like, I'm gonna take team? a minute. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take a minute. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. take a minute. Yeah, I'm gonna all right. Minute. But can I can I can I say I have been eating porridge for the last like two mornings. So you are prepped and spot. ready to go. It's well, just, maybe I'm always it's prepped. Just you know what I mean? Porridge, same thing. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. All right. But yeah. Well, yeah, my team is not a good team to pick. Uh, I have some losers, I think, on it. I don't know if I see a winner <laughs> yeah. in the bunch, unfortunately. Okay. All right. I can't wait for that clip to be played when one of her team wins. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I have some losers. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, but I guess. But are they really? We'll find out. Okay. All right. Uh, should we start to wrap things up here tonight? Of course. Uh, tomorrow will be a. Uh, Big day uh, because uh, here you want to see the draft teams, uh, Jacob. Here you go. All right, uh, Amon has uh, Jared and Riley left. Uh, Puya has Jag, Heisim, and Blue. I still have Corey and Miss Felicia. Taryn has Matt, Mikol, and Bowie, and uh, Melissa has America, Cameron, and Izzy. Oh, I feel like that makes my choice so much easier. Okay. I kind of already know how I want to pick. But if people already think I'm on Terrence Jock, so this isn't to like add to the jock <laughs> effect, but I like Nicole is like my homegirl, not in real life, um, in my head. And so I kind of like, oh, I kind of want to just go for it. Okay. So babe, I'm putting all my, all all right, my money on you. Right. If, if we go down, we go down together and we eat the slop. We go down, go down together. hand in hand uh, in, <laughs> with slop. Okay. All right. So uh, coming up on Friday here on Rob is a podcast, of course, uh, you know, we'll get the day started with Taryn with a live feed update and maybe we'll have some information about the new HOH. But then we will get into our patron Q&A on Friday. So join Taryn and I live at 2 p.m. Eastern for our patron content. Our patrons can call in each week or you can send in a message at robiswebsite.com slash voicemail. And uh, we will take your questions on one of our patron shows, the BBQ&A coming up on Friday for the patrons of Robin's Podcast. All the patron content from last week is available for you to check out for free at robiswebsite.com slash patron. Of course, make sure you subscribe to all of our podcast feeds, including our Big Brother podcast feed at robisawebsite.com slash subscribe. You can go there and get the links to all of our various podcast feeds for whatever show you need to get your podcast coverage for. Then, also here on RHAP, tonight, the Challenge USA kicked off uh, part one and two. Uh, be sure to uh, catch Brian and Allie, and uh, let me know. Uh, let me know uh, what Allie and Brian have uh, as far as coverage is planned. I will also have exit interviews for the challenge. I believe uh, kicking off on Monday, talking to whoever gets kicked off of the challenge. Okay, uh, so they will have uh, a recap of part one later on tonight, and then a recap of part two on Sunday for our challenge recap. You can hear that in our challenge podcast feed as robhaswebsite.com slash challenge feed. Then we'll also have, oh, earlier today that it was a very special day as uh, Bryce Isaiah and I uh, went through the 2024 
Zaddy calendar. I told Bryce, I think this is the best Zaddy calendar he's ever done. If you want to find oh, wow. out who's gracing the Zaddy calendar, of course, you can see. I think that, honestly, Bryce should have waited till next year to have Joseph. So he could have had Joseph Abdeen 25 uh, as the Zaddy calendar. But uh, he jumped <laughs> the gun good. a year That's early good. for 2024. On the cover of the Zaddy calendar, uh, you can uh, hear all about that and uh, find out where you can get the Zaddy calendar uh, on uh, the latest RHAP episode. All right. Then claim to fame uh, on Monday night. Uh, Jenny and I were joined by Mike Bloom for a very fun recap of uh, this week's claim to fame. Uh, join us again uh, this Monday for the next episode. Plus... Taryn's got a live feed update coming up on Friday, tomorrow morning. Uh, join live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Make sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching us here on YouTube so you don't miss an update. And hopefully, Taryn, uh, we're back in business. Hopefully, we can change that face back to the other one. Yes, yes. Please. <laughs> hopefully, so we can wild. go back to Taryn with a happy face. Okay? <laughs> All right. Then uh, that'll do it uh, for what's coming up. Okay, Jacob, it's been a minute since we got to check in with you. What it's else you got going on minute. these days? I um, I kind of, I don't know. I feel, I feel so happy and so light and so like, <gasps> um, I'm working on well, Big Brother season back, um, which I'm very excited for, and I'm working on music, which is like such a curveball. I have like a a little team working on music, so that's kind of what I'm putting my like blinders on it. Yeah. Can, can I ask a follow-up? What do you mean you have a team working on music? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I kind of got into music. I got back. Um, I got back from a trip and then I was like, damn, like, da, da, da. And are you a recording just, like, artist? Things have just started to like work out for me. And, and wait, and are, are you JJ so, Bleasy? <laughs> <laughs> I, my name would never be that first off. Right? <laughs> but, um, uh, uh, <laughs> when is but, yeah, the album dropping? Well, I, I EP at, at the least, and so we're just we're hopefully we can something can come out there. All right, soon. No, yeah. When can we have the album release party? I know, and hopefully by like oh, I want to say November. Uh, wishful okay. thinking. I thought I'll have it done by August, so now we're here, but hopefully by. November. Okay. All right. Well, Jacob, this is huge news. Yeah, I'm excited. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I can't wait for the concert. Mm -mm, can't wait. I saw Beyonce. Oh my God. Fuck. Uh, screw the singing. I saw Beyonce. <laughs> I was right. Beyonce's here. I'm like right here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Look at me. My yes. kind of life changed, but. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Jacob, so great to have you back here with us on our Thursday night recap. Melissa, actually, I got, I caught, uh, I was able to record some footage of uh, Jacob meeting Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, actually, actually. <laughs> All right, Melissa, what's coming up for you? This, uh, just Big Brother. So I um, will be watching live feeds and doing stock watch stuff and all that. And so I'm on all social media platforms and it's Melissa with three A's. 
Okay. All right. Well, Melissa, great to have you back here for Thursday, Big Brother. And then Taryn, hopefully uh, that you can get back on schedule here with the feeds. What did you do with uh, no feeds? I saw you tweeted out about how you didn't know what to do with yourself <laughs> after there being no feeds. Well, how did you end up spending the day? It's weird when like you don't have time for anything and then all of a sudden you have time, but you know you're not going to have time for much time. So you can't really start anything that's going to take actual time. And you're just like, what do I do? So I I, I took two naps and I got a massage. Wow. Ooh, okay. All right. Nice. Well deserved. <laughs> very All nice. right. So it's like you won a reward challenge. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Taryn, where can people keep up with you? Uh, find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong, uh, watching these episodes live with uh, everyone, hanging out uh, and, you know, talking about all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I will be back with Taryn on Friday and then we will all be back together for Sunday night for Big Brother. By the way, uh, patrons, uh, we just posted the link for uh, the first of our live events for the fall of 2023 up on Patreon uh, with the discount code. So be sure to be checking that out uh, if you want to join us for our uh, upcoming event uh, for when we get to Survivor. And we have some news about other events up as well on Patreon. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.